I'm, I'm pretty good about sticking to no animal products. I will say it's a little bit challenging at horror shows and I tend to go like vegetarian instead of vegan. Um, but like whenever there's a vegan option, I go for that. Um, and when I'm at home, I always cook vegan. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans, by eventing fans. Mane and tail, Karen. Love them. Love mane and tail. So every week we bring a different product, we highlight a different product, but what we've really never done is just talk about all of the products. Sometimes it's just good for people that are listening to just really in one nutshell just why not just list everything they got, Karen? Why not? Why not? So why don't we start with the grooming products, Karen? What do they have? So they have the Ultimate Gloss Shampoo and Conditioner. Yeah, we love the Ultimate Gloss Shampoo and Conditioner. Yes, we Stanley's do. Stanley's favorite. Stanley's favorite. They have the original Mane and Tail Shampoo and Conditioner. Not just for the horse. I use it, Karen. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> the Spray and White Shampoo. The Spray and White Horse Wash. And the dog detangler. Yeah, we love the dog detangler. So for finishing products, we like to talk about the finishing products. They have the detangler, the shine on, and of course the spray and braid, Karen. What groom doesn't love the spray and braid? Right, you need that. And for treatment, they have the hoof maker and the mineral ice. And the hoof maker you can use on your hands too. I mean, mm -hmm. A lot of people are just using that just straight on their hands, Karen. Right. It's yeah. craziness. Right. It's craziness. And then they had their first aid products, which is what Sparky, we use mostly on Sparky yes, too. Yes, we do. Sparky has a really bad code. So their first aid is the Protect line antimicrobial wound cream, the Protect thrush treatment. None of that purple. You don't need to stain everything up. The Protect topical skin and wound spray treatment. Keep that in your tack trunk, in the trailer, everywhere you go. Everywhere. Never leave home without it. And the Protect antimicrobial medicated shampoo which for sparky he needs that he needs that it's amazing what that does for his skin after he gets that washing so to learn more karen go to main and tail equine.com absolutely so thank you main and tail we love all these products and our horses and our pets do as well the other day i came home to a surprise on the table there was a box uh, that was beautifully gift wrapped with Fairfax and Favors gift wrapping. Rob surprised me with a pair of Alexander trainers. And if you don't know what a trainer is, it's basically a sneaker or a tennis shoe. They are super cute, super comfortable. Um, they are my go-to shoe now. Uh, I can't believe I even wore sneakers out in town. You could dress them up, dress them down, and you'll definitely stand out in a crowd when you wear these. To learn more and to order your pair, go to fairfaxandfavor.com. Protect your horse this winter from rain, sleet, and snow with the Ice Turtle Blanket by Turtleneck. The Ice Turtle has two insulation layers. The section that covers the core is 320 grams, while the lower panels, tail flap, and belly flaps have 100 grams of insulation. Yeah, so to learn more about this waterproof Ice Turtle Blanket by Turtleneck, Go to turtleneck.biz for fitting instructions and temperature guidelines. Triple Crown Feed. Oh, Karen. yeah. Triple Crown. Big fans of Triple Crown Feed. They have tons of, of great products out there. Mm -hmm. Premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there? So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local triple crown feed dealer by going to triplecrownfeed.com triplecrownfeed.com that's a little bit of a tongue twister it triplecrownfeed.com they have a great feed locator they have yes. a great feed com comparison tool on their website i encourage everyone to get over there check out triple crown feeds website check out the different products check out what makes them so special and give them a shot right Karen? oh yeah support the people to support the show the organizers of the 2022 $50,000 Grand Prix Eventing Festival at Bruce's Field, presented by Taylor Harris Insurance Services, are excited to welcome everyone back to an event like no other. This year's Aiken Eventing Showcase will be jam-packed with action, and you won't want to miss a second of it. 
The Tokyo Olympic team, Philip Dutton, Boyd Martin, and Doug Payne. Top U.S. riders like Liz Helday Sharp, Buck Davidson, and Lauren Nicholson, along with a strong field of international riders that includes British Olympian and eventing legend William Fox Pitt, are all scheduled to compete. Come see all the greats in person March 4th and 5th. Or if you can't make the trip, tune into the live stream on Horse and Country TV. For more info and tickets, go to aikenhorsepark.org slash eventing. This episode is brought to you by Red and Goat Equestrian. To learn more about Red and Goat, visit their Facebook and Instagram pages and go to redandgoatequestrian.com. I'm Rob. And I'm Karen. And Rob's super excited about today's guest. Yes, ma'am. Repeat guest, Karen. Repeat guest. She was number 76. Mm, 76. And back then, she wasn't even a five-star rider. Now she's a seasoned vet. Now she's a seasoned vet. Welcome back, Emily Hamill. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like thrilled to be here on Major League Eventing a second time. Yeah, we're happy to have you back. September 11th of 2019. I know. Can you believe it's been that long? It's been a long time. I know. (laughs) That's crazy. I was trying to think how long ago that was, but... You just told me. You gave me the date. That yeah. that is a long time ago. And then you yeah. guys have been podcasting a long time too. Like you guys have been podcasting. I, I think you guys you guys had a good handful of episodes out by the time we had. You yeah, out, we started January of 2019. So yeah. Oh yeah. So you were you were about nine months in. Yep. Wow. And you're talking about the whole equestrian podcast. The whole equestrian podcast. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't, Good clarification. Got to keep them straight. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I just assume everyone knows, but you know, for the for the one person living under a rock who doesn't know that Emily has a her own podcast, the Holy Question, which is a fantastic po- podcast. We might as well, since we're just talking about that, tell us about the podcast again for anyone who doesn't know. T- can t- tell us a little bit about the Holy Question because your 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 podcast is very very cool and it's very popular. And uh, so, give us a little update on on what's been about the show and then. Yeah. What's been going on since 2019? Yes. So I started the podcast with one of my really good friends, Tyler Held, who has also been on your show before. And um, I might be biased, but I thought her episode with you guys was really good. And (laughs) so I thought she was great. Um, But anyway, so our, we started the whole equestrian one year in Aiken. It was we had a brainstorming session January 1st because we were all geared up from the new year celebrations. And um, we, Tyler and I are both into like health and fitness and mindset. So we wanted to figure out a way to bring that to equestrians more because I think that we have um, sometimes taken better care of horses than ourselves. So we're just putting information out there for bridging the gap between riding and wellness. That's our little tagline. So we talk about mindset, fitness, nutrition, and community. So that's, that's kind of what it's about. And, uh, usually we just pick a topic each month and kind of go through the different pillars that I just mentioned. And sometimes we'll have guests, on the show that kind of align with are four pillars. So very cool. Tyler, she's a, she's a, I remember what we were talking about <clears throat> at the time she was Jenny's groom, Jenny yeah, Brannigan's yeah, groom. Right? And I drove mm-hmm. around, she was her bodyguard. She's out there kicking butt in the jujitsu <laughs> yeah, circuit right is. now. <laughs> yeah, she just won a big competition yesterday. She's into it, like really into it, which is cool. Anyone who, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure if you're friends with Tyler on social media, mm-hmm. you saw it, but the girl that she beat, did not look very happy no, in the picture. Not at all. <laughs> I, don't know I noticed that. I was like, sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> that girl did not want to be standing in that picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was thinking either Tyler really beat her up or it was a close match or she thought she had her. I don't know. But yeah. I was like, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Sore loser. <laughs> Tyler looked thrilled. She yeah, looked great. She did. Holding her hand up. <laughs> uh, so, Emily, you're coming to us via Zoom, but can you tell mm-hmm. us exactly where you're at right now? I am in Aiken, South Carolina. Um, I moved here for the winter on December 30th, 
and I am at Vaughn Equestrian this year, which is a great facility and it's a super location. So it's like very close to downtown. It takes me less than five minutes to get to Bruce's field, which is fantastic for their Tuesday schooling shows. Um, like it's just so easy to take horses back and forth and, uh, yeah, I'm really loving the location. So that's where I'm at. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you were, are you still, do you still like work for Philip at all? Or are you separate from um, Philip? Or? Yeah, I don't work for Philip anymore, but I rent stalls from him in Pennsylvania. So I am based out of his farm, True Prospect. Um, and he had a farm in Aiken that I rented last year when he went to Wellington, but that farm got sold this year. So, because he bought a place in Wellington, so I had to look for a new place since his Aiken farm sold, but I was really happy to find Vaughn Equestrian. So very cool. That's nice to be, you know, that's the cool thing about Aiken. It's small town and the town, I mean, it's like the town limits and then you got farms. So you can have something Mm -hmm. like you have going where you're, you're right there just a few minutes from Bruce's field. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's my favorite area in Aiken is near Bruce's field, like those farms in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. My favorite thing was the Carolina squat trucks riding around, but <laughs> I always mention the Carolina squat. Yes, you do. Yeah. What is that? It's I'm... the truck with the, when they, when they jack up the front of the truck, but not the back oh, or they lower the okay. back and jack the front. They hang out at the Sonic and the cookout restaurant there. Okay, I'm gonna have to look out for that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just I, go on a Friday or Saturday night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're everywhere. We stayed at the hotel once next to that cookout and that Sonic, and it was like squatter heaven. It was all types of squatters <laughs> cruising around. So but I think that they're outlawing that and I yeah. think North Carolina. So I don't I think, know. I don't know. Maybe they're becoming less popular, but thank goodness they're kind of they're funny looking. It's very <laughs> it's weird very, looking. Well, next time if I see one, I'll send you guys a picture oh, of it. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> I would love to have a like a, a a Facebook album just called like Carolina Squats and just <laughs> I'm sure like, there's already one in out the there. wild, you know, in the wild, not like just off the internet stuff. Sometimes people tag me and send me these Carolina squat, Carolina squatters in the wild, you know? <laughs> so, Hey, so back to business, Karen, back to your nonsense. Stop, stop, it, stop it with the squatters. <laughs> so the, uh, so last time we talked to you, you were a four star eventer gearing up for, for the five star lifestyle. So could you tell us a little bit about, the journey from, you know, 2019 to now, you know, that whole transition from four star, I think your first five star was Kentucky and then you just competed in, in Maryland. Right. So can you tell us a little bit about what's been going on since and, and that journey to the five star? Sure. Well, uh, a lot of things, but I guess looking back at it. So if I talked to you in the fall of 2019, I, hadn't gotten my last qualifying score yet for the five star. So I got that at, um, I guess it would have been the jockey club in Ocala. So that fall. So I got my qualifying score, super excited, you know, was planning on doing the five star at Kentucky in 2020, but then we all know how that went. So I had to wait a whole year to, you know, fulfill my five-star dream. But I think having a whole extra year really kind of worked out for the best. So more time to train, um, build a better partnership, just like feel more ready to step up to the level. So I think it was a blessing in disguise, really. Gotcha. So you have that the horse with the springs. Everyone loves your horse Corvette, right? <laughs> And you call him Barry at home, is that right? Yeah, Barry is his bar name. So, and he's totally a Barry. Like it just—I don't know how he got that name, but like that's him for sure. He's fun to watch. I he know, is. I, he, I know, he's uh, definitely a Corvette out there. <laughs> well, we were in the grandstands at the Maryland Five Star when you went to show jump, and we're like, hey, you know, told the people around us, you got to watch this horse jump. I'm like, wait till you see this. This is going. <laughs> Cause he's like a, he's like a showstopper, you know, it's just like, you gotta, yeah. if he's, if he's in the ring and he's jumping, you're like, okay, he, everyone stop what you're doing. <laughs> Barry's in the He's ring. a crowd pleaser. Like he definitely, uh, 
eats it up. And uh, I think more people are probably a fan of him than me <laughs> sometimes. I mean, I, I hope people like me too, but everybody's like, I love your horse, you know? So he just kind of stands out and he's, he's the best. He's, I, I feel really lucky to have him. That's awesome. So, and, and just catch us up on your business side. So I think, I, I think maybe you were, you had just gone out on your own, or maybe you were still riding a little bit for Philip when we talked last. Tell us a little bit about your business and how that's developed over the past couple of years. Like what, what, what type of business do you operate? Do you need training or coaching? Sure. What is it? Uh, so I work for Philip through like the spring of 2020, like through the Aiken season. And then, um, I'd kind of gotten to the place where I just had some of my own clients and it was making sense for me to go out on my own. Um, so why not start a business during the pandemic? Like, <laughs> you know, so I started in April, 2020. So, um, yeah. And it was, Philip was really supportive and helpful. You know, I just rent stalls from him. So I didn't have to make any big changes. It just was like, uh, still at the same barn. And I worked a little bit for him riding while I was transitioning and kind of getting more clients. Um, and so now I have, a like in Aiken, I have eight horses. I'm about to get a ninth one, which is kind of a perfect number for me. Um, I kind of like quality over quantity. So, um, it's a manageable number. I feel like I can give each horse and rider my full attention. Um, so I have a couple of horses in training that I just focus on riding. And then I have other horses that are in training, but they're, it's more of like a lesson situation. So their owners, um, take a couple lessons with me each week. And then I ride their horses when they're not able to, or like if they need a tune up or whatever. So that is pretty much what I do. I'll take sale horses. Um, I currently have one sale horse. Uh, I, I kind of do that, all of that, I guess. So tell us about the <laughs> sale horse. Why we got you on there. We might as well hear about this horse yeah. for sale. Um, well, he's he's a really nice thoroughbred. Um, uh, one of my clients in New Jersey had him. And... He did his first event at Stable View this weekend and he loves cross country. So we need a little bit of work on the other phases, but he's young and green and has only been like in training with me for three weeks. So, oh. uh, and if you have to be really good at one thing, like I think cross country is the best thing to be good at. Right. So right. <laughs> <laughs> we can work on the other phases, but he moves well and like he has a good jump. So those will come. Yeah. What type of horse is that? Uh, he's a thoroughbred. Gotcha. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Yeah. And, and how much help do you have? Like, so when you have like nine, eight, nine horses, how much help do you have? Like, do you have working students? And how does um, so I have one working student who you actually know, Isabel Lopez. So she's down here with me. And between the two of us, like it's pretty manageable. Um, and then when she has a day off or I have a day off, like we'll get some extra help on those days. Um, so yeah, it, it works out and we're definitely busy enough. Uh, a third person at times would be helpful, but like two people, we can get it done pretty efficiently and yeah. And Isabel's great. She's really stepped up since she started working with me and yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Karen knows Isabel yeah. from way back, yeah. right? How, yeah. how long when did you meet Isabel? Oh, Karen? goodness. It's been several years. You were one of her first riding instructors, weren't you? Um, were you one of her riding I, instructors? I, yeah, I was for a little bit. Yeah. but How about that? Yeah. It's really cool. That's just going I'm very on. happy for her. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. Very cool. <clears throat> so are, were you just saying, hey, you could take on another working student? Is that what I kind of heard in there? or? Um possibly the the thing is, is like I only have x amount of stalls here in Aiken so it's like I would love to take another person but then I just like don't have the space and then since I'm hopefully leaving for England soon which I'm sure we'll get into in a bit um I can't take anyone like for long term so yeah 
Well, we're just we're just spilling tea here, Karen. I know. So let's, let's hear about this. What is going on here? We have some big plans. There were some social media hints. Just being yeah, dropped, little right? little hint, little hint, little hint. So all right, let's hear. It. Spill the tea. What's going on here? Okay. Well, since Barry and I had a pretty good first year at the five star level, um, doing well at Kentucky and Maryland, no jump faults at either, by the way, which is pretty cool, I think. Um, and we made time at Maryland also. Yeah. That was a big deal for us. Um, so to sum it up, I feel like we have a pretty good uh, partnership now at the level. We've kind of, I mean, I know two five stars isn't a ton, but like I feel pretty confident with Barry at the level. And so want to take full advantage of having a five-star horse while I do. Um, so we are hoping to compete at badminton in May. And then if that goes well, stay and train through Burley in September. That so. is exciting. That is super exciting. Yeah. Oh, so tell us. Okay. <laughs> so what's the, okay. Could you, could you dial, like hone it down a little bit? Like what's the plan look like? Like, do you go from Aiken to England? How's this work? And, and do you have a place set up where you're going to go already? We're like, got to tell me all about this. Cause I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, the, the details are still a bit in the works, but I have, um, the, the big details kind of figured out. So, uh, I'm doing stable view here in Aiken, which is the first weekend in April. And then I'm going to travel back to Pennsylvania because I have to get horses back up there for clients. And then um, hoping to go to England around like April 15th. So middle of the month, exact date to be determined. Um, but that'll kind of give me like two and a little bit more weeks to get acclimated in England and make sure that Barry's doing well. You know, I can do some training over there, get on some good gallops and then ship on over to badminton. Oh, I got goosebumps. And then, you know, the, and basically the plan would be stay all summer and then, mm-hmm. wrap, and then finish out the year at the other big B. That'd be at the Burley. Yeah. Holy the, yeah, the three B's: Barry, Badminton, and Burley. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's meant to be, right? right. The three right. B's. I love that. With Barry um, being such a big jumper, uh, like you making time at Maryland, uh, you know, does he jump? I know in show jumping, he skies everything. Is yeah. he similar with that in the cross country, or does the cross country back him off enough to where he jumps cross, in a little bit less? Yeah, he levels his jump out. Um, on cross country, just cause like we are going a bit faster. So that helps. He still jumps bigger than he needs to for sure. But you know, it does level out a bit. And I find that at the five-star level or at any long format, really, it's easier for me to make time, um, because there are longer gallops. So, you know, whatever time I waste in the air, I can kind of make up for across the ground. Um, where like show jumping, I have a hard time making time just because I do like, it's a fact I lose time in the air over the show jumps and there's not as much time to like make that up in a, in an arena. Whereas cross country, like it just gives me more opportunity to, to cover more ground. So how about yeah. in the with, with the lower level events on cross country? Was that tough to make up time, or was that still no yeah. problem there? Um, like I had in short formats, like I've never made the time at a four short. Wow. So, which so it was really cool to make the time at Maryland. Just I I knew we could do it because it's not that he can't gallop. Like the horse has a great gallop, but if I don't have enough space to use that gallop then it's like, I just can't make up the time that I lose in the air. So. And when he'd show jumped at Maryland, you know, the day after that big course making time, he still had a lot of spring in his step. Did you feel him gassed at all? Or was he as fresh as a daisy still? He was super fresh. Like that horse is a freak. I don't know where he gets his energy, but yeah, like 
he could have maybe run around that cross country course again. I don't know, but he, he was ready to go. Well, that gives you, that definitely is something that gives you the confidence yeah. to go to England. Right. You know, I mean, if the, if, yeah. You know, and if you got the horse, you know, have at it. Right. You know, yeah. this is an exciting time, you know? Uh, yeah. Now are you, um, are you going to do any fundraising for this or are you uh, anything like that? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, I am going to do some fundraising again. Um, some of the details still have to be worked out, but I have, some ideas. And I think by the time this podcast is released, I'll have my website up and running, which will be emilyhamileventing.com. And there'll be a team Barry page on that website. And there's just going to be some different options to support and contribute to the team if you're interested. So Gotcha. And his team. So tell us a little bit about Team Barry. I know you don't have all the details hashed out now, and you and Team Barry's been going on for a while. I know I've seen that in social media before. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah. Team Barry and what that what that is? So Team Barry, I started probably two years ago. I think it was like twenty twenty. I don't know, give or take a little bit. Uh, but basically, I just knew that I wanted more people to get involved. Um, I like just having a community, um, in whatever, you know, I do, I like just having a group that is going to support me and then hopefully I can give them some support or guidance or knowledge, or, you know, I can give back to them as well. So, um, I kind of launched this team Barry where if people were interested, I had different levels of, sponsorship, I guess you could call it. Um, so monthly contributions, um, one-time donations, and then basically if you took part in that, then, you know, you get some behind the scenes stuff and updates and that sort of thing. So I think I'm going to push that a little bit more, um, for this new like fundraising campaign. Yeah. Yeah. One other fun thing that we have that is Team Barry related is a children's book that my mom is writing about Barry. Um, so I, when she told me the idea, I was like, that's fantastic because I, Barry is just like this, he's such a personality, like he deserves to be in a children's book. So um, she's kind of giving a overview of his life story and then like getting to the five star and it is called bury the big, bury the brave, bury the bold. So, and yeah, we're working on getting it illustrated. One of our friends is doing that work and we're, it's just kind of like a fun thing we're putting out and then proceeds are going to go towards my trip to England. So cool. cool. We need more children's books. Uh, You know, that's where you start. We start with the young kids and and, Mm -hmm. then they get, they get hooked. So I love, I love the children's books. Uh, Any idea when you think, or you have a target for when you can get that published? I know that's kind of out there. Uh, We're thinking it'll be out in like April. Oh, sometime in April. That's Awesome. Yeah. We'll be looking out for that. Heck yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Do you own Barry outright yourself or do you have help with Barry, like partners? Um, I own him with my mom and my stepdad. Gotcha. So we have, he's syndicated. It's called Black Flag Option, um, which I, I don't know. I chose that name just because there's like more than one route to success, basically. You know, like your black flags on cross country, you can maybe take a little bit longer route, but you can still get the job done. So, um, that's where that came from. And, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, so, uh, that's the syndication and, you know, we are, we would be interested in adding people to it. Like I'm a little hesitant because I just love Barry. Like I don't really want to give up ownership of him, but like to the right person who, um, was as big of a fan of Barry as we are, you know, we would, could make something cool happen. So 
but team Barry is something that's open to everybody and everyone yeah. can be a, a, a just a, it's like a super fan club people who want to get behind Barry and 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 help him you know get to England and 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 you know represent America and and show what good American writers can do yeah kick some yeah. butt over there yeah. awesome I think <laughs> I, I that's exciting I, I think know really, really cool. very excited for that you super cool um and then the Holy Equestrian, does that have any, do you guys at Holy Equestrian, do you guys have any like Holy Equestrian, like you guys have such a good following. Do you guys have any like, you guys should have like yoga mats and stuff like that, that you're selling. Do you do anything like that? Yeah, we, um, so we have a yoga mat. Well, one, because Tyler gave it to me as a Christmas present, like a whole Equestrian yoga mat, but you know, we can duplicate that. We can sell that. Um, but speaking of like swag, I will have team Barry swag as well. So I'm going to come up with some, I've already started on some designs. Um, my logo, I really like the team Barry logo. Um, and so putting that on a couple different items and I think having like badminton 2022, that will be a part of it as well. So very cool. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. There we so when this comes out, pretty much we'll, we'll, we'll try to hopefully share, we'll, we'll share your uh, social media handles and stuff mm-hmm. like that with the, in the show notes. But also, you know, all these things are going to be kind of rolling out here over the next couple of weeks. So, you know, check back frequently and just keep an eye on your socials for that type of thing. And then even just clicking that, you know, the, 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 the Emily Hamill eventing.com and just see mm-hmm. when it goes live. It should yeah. be live any day. Right. So, yeah. By the time this is out, it will be live. It's going to be my push to like get it done. Awesome. So, that's so exciting. exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Very exciting. So, anything we can do to help with with get the word out for that again, even when when the, when the when the show comes out, and anything else we could do, just always let us know, and then we'll try to share stuff on our social media stuff for you too, because we definitely want to help you get to England and and yes. and and not have to worry about finances. Just get out there and ride and kick butt. Well, I really appreciate that, guys. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Show those Great Britainers. Great Britainers. <laughs> yes, those those guys. Those guys. <laughs> yeah. Show them off. Show them what, what US yes. is made of. Yes. For sure. Show yeah. them what Barry's made of. <laughs> I'm also hoping to learn from them as well while I'm over there. So take that they, good, they clearly know what they're doing. Take that good German bread horse to England and show them. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Well, at least we got an American jockey up there. Of know, course. So. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, so, Emily, we are going to play quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. You whispered it this time. I got to mix it up. Okay. <laughs> and Quick Fire Questions is brought to you by Red and Goat Equestrian. Get your winter insulated jumpsuit by going to redandgoatequestrian.com. All right. So five questions. Did we play this back when you were We We did. I don't did? remember what my questions were, but oh. I'm sure they'll be different or I will have forgotten my answers yeah. from our previous yeah. thing. We've so. been playing the quick fire questions for a long yeah, time. Yeah, we have. So, yeah. yeah. There are some new ones in there. There's, yes, we got a couple new ones. Might be yep. some oldies, but goodies. Yep. But. yep. All right. So question number one, favorite rider growing up? Um, I, I've had so many, <laughs> but I would have to say I was a big fan of Karen O'Connor and um, especially her riding like Teddy O'Connor. That was... Excellent start. To Excellent start. Excellent yep. answer. Well All done. right. So if eventing was not an option and you had to try a different riding discipline, what would it be? That is a good question. Um, maybe vaulting. Vaulting seems fun. You know, you've got like just it's a different kind of athleticism, I think. That, so. that I, I didn't think that you would say that, but now that you say they, that, yeah, I could like, see it. Of course, Emily would say vault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the first time we've had that one but, too. Uh, but, but I bet she would actually do really good at it. Yeah. All right. Put that yoga to the test. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. See, right. see how that balance really is on a <laughs> my balance. Yeah. <laughs> on a lope and a, on a on a 20 meter circle. All right. Uh, what is your favorite thing about eventing? The community, definitely the people, 
that's the best part. So, yeah, that is, that is true. That was, is true. Was, was Tyler your, did you meet, I'm sorry. I know it's quick for our questions, but you're, you're the community. You met Tyler. Was Tyler, uh, grooming or how did you meet her through the horses or were you guys already friends with uh i met her through kevin keen so she was his vet tech uh while i was working for philip and kevin's at philip's barn so you know we just met that way and became fast friends so very cool very cool all right back back on track sorry all right <laughs> My bad. what is one thing you would change about the sport Uh, accessibility, I think, um, I guess I could elaborate on this, but basically I just, I think that not enough people necessarily know about eventing, you know, dressage and show jumping is kind of a mainstream thing. Like people have seen it or whatever, but eventing maybe not as much, um, and if you don't see something as much, then you don't know about it. If you're an outsider and just bringing more people into the sport, I guess. Would yeah. be. Yes. We're trying. That's our, that's yeah. one of our missions. Yeah. One, one of, of our, our missions. pillars, goals, goals, missions. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> <clears throat> For sure. All right. So last question. If you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be? Uh, that also, also a good question. Um, who would it be? I think, you know, that I, I, I'm horrible at saying the name, but you know, that Totilla's dressage horse, oh, I just think yeah, it'd be yeah, so yeah. cool to ride something like that. Yeah. And maybe that would help improve my dressage. Was that Barry. Edward Gow? Oh. Was that Edward Gow? Was that, is that who that, is that the might saying that name right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Edward Gall. Yeah. Edward Gall. That's yep. it. Okay. So yep. I got all the names wrong, but we all know who we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That one. That yeah. was an awesome horse. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, what do you think? A plus plus. Of course. <laughs> Well done. You guys are very generous with your scoring, but I'll take Excellent. it. Thank you. Excellent job. We just had Eileen Pritchard Bryan on, and since she's a dressage judge, I gave her collective marks, and she knocked it out of the park, too. But <laughs> she yeah, did. So we had a harmony score, the whole thing. But did she, you give her nice. suppleness? I gave her suppleness, yes. She. she <laughs> so. so, Emily. Being that you're into fitness and the whole equestrian, do you have any tips for our listeners for fitness and mindfulness? I would just say that to just take a small step towards your fitness, both your physical and your mental fitness, um, it can be overwhelming to get into that sort of thing. And you know, you might not feel like you're doing enough, but seriously, if you have like five minutes to stretch every day, or if you have five minutes to just like sit quietly and, um, meditate, that can be hugely helpful and making a practice of it, you know, like putting it, making it part of your everyday routine. Um, it doesn't have to be a long time commitment, just, getting started with something small and then you may find that you want more time to do, you know, your exercise or meditation or whatever it, it may be, but starting small is better than not starting at all. So. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Do you, are you, are, are you in a place where fitness and mindfulness and, and, and the meditation, is that like, it has to be a part of your day every day. Like that is just a, a foundation in your day. Or is it something that like you, like a lot of people struggle, like, Oh, I got to go work out or oh, I need to do like, is mm -hmm. where are you at uh, in that, in your life? I am in the, it needs to happen every day. Um, even if I don't have a lot of time, you know, there are some mornings where like, I'm a little tight on time, but I'll still take at least 20 minutes to do yoga and then like 
well, I would say 20 minutes total. Like that's kind of, if I'm having, um, time constraint issues, like I know I can always give 20 minutes and I'll divide that between like yoga and meditation in some form. Um, ideally I'll spend like an hour on it in the morning. And I just, I find that if I do it first thing, like then it gets done, but it can be easy if I don't do it in the morning to just put it off and not do it later. So for me, making that a habit where it's like, I have to do it in the morning. Doesn't have to always be for the same length of time, but just having that be an important part of my day. Yoga is your, is that, is yoga your number, your main fitness? uh, That is my main fitness. Yep. Um, I, I mean, I do some Pilates too, which is great for more core strength, but yoga is what I've found to be most useful. And I think it transfers to riding well, um, just your body awareness, your proprioception, um, your body alignment, all of that, uh, and your balance. And there's so many good things for that. Gotcha. Man, oh man. How good are you at yoga? Like, are you like, can (laughs) you do like, like headstands and all that stuff. Like, are you like real super balanced? Um, like your balance, like really good. Yeah. I would say I'm like not as flexible and advanced as maybe I'd like to be, but it's a lifelong practice, right? Kind of like with riding, you can do it for as long as you want. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always working towards getting better, but it's really not about like how, what poses you can do yoga is so much more than that. So, um, yeah, but I'm actually doing my yoga teachers training. So I'm trying to get certified as a yoga instructor. Um, so it's kind of been put on the back burner with just life, but I'm hoping while I'm in England and I only have one horse over there, I'll have some downtime and I can finish that teacher training. So yeah, I was gonna say you got nothing else going on. Why not take on like <laughs> yoga instructor training? But hey. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? So just add it, add it to the plate. Very cool. I struggle with the crane. I try to do the crane. I get very disappointed because I can't do the crane good. But I'm a big boy. Well, you're actually you're actually really good at uh, yoga. I'm not bad. I'm I, I am. I'm probably the best big boy you've ever seen do yoga i'm actually okay well i mean for we may have boy. to do yoga together sometimes for, like we'll have like a <laughs> a major league eventing whole equestrian oh. yoga meetup i you know my my one that sister fun. does yoga at at like the ymca and somehow she was talking about yoga and, and we got talking about it. i think that she thought i was full of crap that i know a little <laughs> bit of yoga and i started breaking out some you know my son's salutation and her jaw dropped. <laughs> She's like, dang, he knows what he's talking about. Big old belly and all. Oh. Yeah. I'm working on it though. You'd you be are? proud of me. I am working on it. I'm, 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 I'm making life changes. So that's great. You know, we're getting there. Hey, and uh, being that I know I, I, you know, I listen to the podcast and stuff. Do you have a favorite book right now that you're reading or that you would suggest to people that you like I know oh. on the spot? Yes. Uh, I'm actually reading the plant-based athlete right now. And that is a fantastic book. So I'm plant-based. Um, and I would say I'm, I'm pretty good about sticking to no animal products. I will say it's a little bit challenging at horror shows and I tend to go like vegetarian instead of vegan. Um, but like whenever there's a vegan option, I go for that. Um, and when I'm at home, I always cook vegan. So anyways, this book has a lot of really good tips and actionable advice. And it really breaks down like how you need to stock your pantry and um, grocery lists and different meal ideas. And it just made the whole thing a lot more um, manageable and understandable. Like I've been plant-based for I guess since 2018. So it's been a while or maybe it was 19. It was somewhere in there. So it's been a couple of years, but when I started, it was really overwhelming um, because it's like, you just don't know how to eat and you're trying to be so good and not eat all this stuff. And then you end up like starving because you don't know how to eat. But actually like once you 
learn um, some tips and tricks and what you need to have on hand. Like it's actually quite easy and I feel great cutting animal products out of my diet for multiple reasons. Um, so health, uh, environmental reasons, ethical reasons, all the things. Um, I just enjoy the plant-based lifestyle. So in short, the book, The Plant-Based Athlete is fantastic. If you're plant curious at all, like I would check it out. Like 10 out of 10 would recommend. Cool. It sounds like a book that'll hold your hand going through the, like it, it kind of help spoon feed it to you a little bit for, I don't know if that, that was kind of, I guess sounds like a pun, but <laughs> you know, it'll help you along with, like you said, it has the, all those little things that kind of help you get started and get you going in the right direction. Yeah. I wish I would have. Well, the book wasn't out when I started being plant-based, but like it would have been a great introduction into how to do it. So. Gotcha. Awesome. Hmm. Awesome. Very cool. There we go. I just sprung that on her. She's such a pro. Kid. Yeah, I, know. I, I sprung that on her. She had no idea that was coming. And bam. Knocked it out of the park. So, <laughs> hey, so we'll start winding things down here. We always like to ask, uh, I don't know if you're prepared for this either, but you know, if we have any like sponsors or supporters, if you'd like to share any of those. Um, sure. Uh, I just got one really new and exciting sponsor, uh, Chaff Hay, which is basically, I actually connected with them at the Maryland Five Star. Um, my mom had used the product and she had, we stopped in at their booth at the trade fair and like I was unfamiliar with it, but basically it's a premium bagged non-GMO alfalfa and it's in like 50 and 20 pound bags. And basically it's fermented into the super digestible formula, which aids in digestion and nutrient absorption. And so it's like, you just add it. I add it to my horse's grain. Um, so they get a little more roughage and there's natural probiotics in it. Um, and Barry loves it. It actually makes him drink more like after he eats it, he always drinks and which is a big deal because he doesn't drink while it shows like that has been one of our biggest issues is getting him to drink while we travel. So this has been a, a really useful product. And uh, we just started together at the beginning of this year. So um, they're, they're kind of new to the eventing scene, um, but it's I'd suggest picking up a bag. Uh, if you're in Aiken, they carry it at Aiken Saddlery. Um, and they have dealers all over. So very cool. Yeah. That's one. I love that question. Cause we're always learning about new yeah. products and you know, the, the questions and I, I mean, we like to ask it so you can shout out your sponsors. Cause we don't do have enough of that in eventing where people get to do that. But I love hearing about all these new brands and new products out mm -hmm. there because there's mm -hmm. new stuff all the time. And, and someone out there listens says, Oh, I, I could use yeah. that exact thing. I yeah. need that. Or my horse doesn't drink and I, I need another, you know, option or, you know, another idea to, to try another Avenue. So, mm -hmm. and when you get how hay in their feet, it helps their gut. So that's good. And the probiotics, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, and um, I have a couple other sponsors in the works right now. So oh, stay awesome. tuned on that one. Stay awesome. tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned awesome. on that one. So that's awesome. The um, We'll wind it down, Karen. Mm -hmm. Emily's been had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, could you just share how people follow along social media, the new website that's going to be coming out, and also how people get the, the Holy Equestrian podcast? Sure. So you can find me at Hamill Eventing on Instagram or Emily Hamill Eventing on Facebook. You can find the whole equestrian at the whole equestrian on all the things. Um, and the website is www.emilyhamileventing.com. And I think that might be it. Oh, and the podcast, the whole equestrian, you can find that anywhere you get podcasts. So super, super. Yeah. So if you, if you listen to this and you never heard that, whatever you listen on, just search and, and mm -hmm. it comes right up and, and then check out the team Barry page, team Barry coming out soon. And, yeah. then, and then you're, uh, you guys also have a, a whole equestrian community on Facebook too. So I don't want to like forget. We that. do. Yep. We have that. We need to be a little bit more active on it, but you know, so many things, yeah, so many, many things, things going on. 
Well, the but, thing uh, with the group, our group, like we have a group, and you know the thing with a group is you, you hope it's community forward. You know, you hope the community. Mm-hmm. That's why you have uh, it's a community page. So you hope the community does. So if you're in a whole equestrian page group, get out there and get with it. Share. Get active. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, take ownership of the group and and share and and uh, you know yeah. And the 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 more that the community. That's why you mm-hmm. start pages so you have a community and everyone can share more. So don't rely on the the people who start the page to to do everything, you know. Yeah. So plus um, you're gonna be in England. Someone's gonna have to, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm also thinking. I'm like, I'm gonna have some more free time. I can like work more on the whole equestrian, and yeah. who knows? But it might be one of those things where I think I have all this time, and then I get over there, and I'm just like super busy. But we'll see. It's an exciting adventure. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, cool. We cannot wait yes. for the big things coming for you. And uh, everyone, please, when this comes out, just start checking Emily's socials, uh, Emily, Emily's socials, and, uh, and, and, you know, get, get on that team, Barry. Yeah. Get on it. Get on it. So get them over there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I really had a fun time talking to you guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or your favorite podcast app. Cheers!